start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. And for me, that's all I need. It's what I live for. It's the air that I breathe. Because I'm rude for me, and I'm not sorry. Welcome everybody to the block party. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 121. Uh, a nice palindromic number, Stefan. Did you did uh, you confirm that before we started? Because yes, I feel like the last few... I confirmed few... this week. The last okay. few, I've been sleepy and lazy, and I haven't looked up to make sure what number episode of my own show this is. Uh, but this time, I did it. It is episode 121, and I'm John. I'm Stefan. Yeah, we've already both started talking, so kind sure, of a weird way to fine. introduce. But, you know, just in case, because sometimes people are like, I don't know who's talking. So we have to, you know, we got to sort that out, I guess. Yeah. I mean, usually it's like the subject matter. They can they can tell. I mean, uh, voice yeah. wise. Usually I'm, they're like, oh, John is pissing me off. And Stefan is talking about poo and pee. Yeah. That's how they tell <laughs> us I, apart. I, I do feel like we have we have different voices, though. Right. I would say way different, I, mean, I can't I tell. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Who has the who has the better voice? Well, it depends on how you define better. Well, we'll ask our guest because she's here. She can be the arbiter of who has the better voice. Uh, thrilled to have her on the program. She's a writer. Uh, her book, How to Come Alive Again, is out right now. Beth McCall is here. Hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. Hi, guys. I'm not going to decide who has the better voice. I'm not going to make enemies <laughs> this early on. Um, That's maybe smart. as like, a parting shot, I'll be like, oh, yeah, your voice sucks. But so far, <laughs> that would actually be a great way to like ride off of the show. <laughs> Just like at the yeah. very end. Well, maybe we'll even put it like after the end, like music. We play some music yes. at the end and then it'll just be like, oh, by the way, we'll John, I hate your voice. Uh, any professional personal relationships on on the way out. That's, That's smart. Good, That's how we always do it. I mean, yeah. we we piss people off always well, we, do it, we'll, we do it immediately though i, think I was gonna we say right we'll away. do it right at yeah. the beginning too we don't yeah. mind that's yeah the british way is just yeah on the way out of the door um yeah thank Smart. you for having me thank you for being here this is actually uh, you know it's been 121 episodes this is actually a landmark episode for us because you are the first guest we've ever had outside of a north american time zone whoa i know it's true yeah for everyone it was, I mean, listen, I'll tell you, nothing is more Sir Sanford Fleming, the man who invented time zones, is a Canadian, but I will say, fuck him, because it is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, trying to figure this out, it's like, I, f- I think of myself as like a relatively smart person, but I for think some reason- I smart guy on the, on the podcast, I would say. Like okay. between the two yeah. of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's a low bar. Sure. But, yeah. the, but, I, but I, what I was saying is like, I feel like time zones immediately make you stupid. Like they, mm-hmm. like you're immediately a child. Like you're, oh, what time is it there? What's going on? Tell me what time it is. And and I'm still like I'm 35 years old and I'm still excited yeah. by that. Oh, yeah. it's what? 7 p.m. Oh, when I see backwards and then you go forwards, you're playing, and it's just it's all very exciting. But it's all it's quite overwhelming. When I yeah. see like a negative number, when it's like you know like minus five GMT. And the assumption is that I'm supposed to know what that means as like a 31 year old man. And I guess maybe I should. But when I see like a negative number in in terms of time and and time zones, I'm completely fucked. And then today of all days, 
Uh, it's it's daylight sa- is it wait no sorry uh, is it daylight savings or is it the opposite of daylight savings? Yeah, daylight it's daylight savings. spendings today. Yeah. Well, but but there is there is an opposite though, right? Isn't isn't there is the opposite just not dead. daylight savings? Could be. Right. Yeah, I think it's like it's technically me. daylight savings time ends, right? It's like you're and then it's in it's daylight savings time, time right? and then it's yeah. Well, sometimes it goes backwards and everyone gets really upset because they have to get they they're like I have to get up earlier and really they yeah that's. Kind of, that's enough. That's the it's autumn, right? Because it's, it's spring forward and then fall back, right? So I agree with that. So, but but then also we we were no, discussing this, this is so, the one where you see we're already fucking up because I think isn't this the one where we wake up earlier because it's like technically not it's like technically nine a.m. on the clock, but it feels like eight a.m. Yeah, I think so. Oh my god! <sighs> oh my god, wow. you guys aren't in charge of this because <laughs> absolute well, fuckery. The people in charge of it should be explaining it better so we know what's going on, you know? Like, I, yeah. I need to... I, I'm... Here's here's how fucked I am on this, is that, you know, like, obviously, like, your microwave or, like, your oven, the clock's not going to change automatically there, so you have to change it yourself. I expect my computer and, like, my phone and stuff to do that for me, right, at this point. And my phone did it for me. But for some reason, I guess maybe because my computer was off overnight, but it should still... <laughs> computer are you using i mean that doesn't sound right at all mine mine would do it off or on i'm using one of those ones where the monitor and the keyboard are like in the same it's like one of those really old ones from like the (laughs) the 70s where the screen is like black and green you know my faith in this podcast has just gone through the floor i thought we'd be (laughs) up to date we'd be all the all the new doodads are you ready to uh are you ready to make a decision on the voice now uh beth now that you've uh talked to stefan for three minutes or i know i I like the voice the things coming out of the the mouth crazy that's that's the problem yeah Um, i think they're both they're both really lovely voices actually i mean it's nice because obviously i just hear british voices all day long me and my housemates all have these sort of received pronunciation like kind of southeast england voices so i'm just it's just a treat to hear any voices and i won't diss either of you just yet okay thank you thank you that's right do we like it is weird because i feel like as as someone who lives with an accent that's not really one that people imitate i guess it feels like a weird we just kind of live in this gray zone right like stefan and i don't really have that typical hoser canadian accent where we're like yeah. hey how you fucking doing bot or whatever it's like, certain words it's cer- so like yeah. i mean the big one obviously well i i don't know how this is pronounced in in england actually but oh uh, yes this is a good test i might be on our side on this one i'm gonna spell out a word uh d-e-c-a-l decal oh wow okay so we are that's we american are the, so we're decal. backwards up here we, I guess. we, we say decal yeah we decal. say decal in canada yeah well, in Western Canada, I think. Deckle. No, I mean, I grew up in Ontario. We called it a decal. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's a little rough. I mean, I don't use the word all the time, but I would say de- decal. Um, yeah, there's definitely, like, when I was listening to the podcast, just to kind of prepare for this, there was a few words where you could tell. I can't think what they are now, but I was like, oh. But it was so subtle. I mean, it's just a subtle thing, isn't it? But, like, it's offensive to say that you sound American. Is that right? Well, I I've feel like like I I feel like if I had to say like I have the same accent as someone from like Seattle or like Portland. I feel like there's like maybe a Pacific Northwest thing potentially. Mm-hmm. But and and I I do hear myself sometimes if I say like sorry. That's that's a strong Canadian accent, yeah. I think. That's where right. I'm like sorry and you can hear the yeah. Like that mm-hmm. is I think as Canadian as as I get. John is more Canadian than I am. John's from Ontario, which is much more Canadian. <laughs> yeah, that's more Canada than Oh, that's the BC. main one. Yeah, that's the main one. I mean, I think 
The big one for me is always like three letter words uh, that have a vowel in the middle. That's always a t- like, you know, I'll get like car. Like I, I, it, we extend our three letter. Like I say, like bed. Like it sounds longer than just like bed. <laughs> like, you know, bed. People always okay. make fun of me for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So I get yeah. that. I get that. I mean, I feel like, you know, being in London, you have really kind of like, you have the accent that is just like, you know, the standard, you know, good accent to have. And you're in Greenwich Mean Time, the original time zone. So you're all, I mean, I'm mean, a little bit jealous, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, absolutely, as you should be. Like, I'm I'm ahead of you in time. I know what happens. I'm in the evening. You've got the rest of the day to do. It's great yeah. here. It's fantastic. Um, I'm sorry. But you, you say that like like I have like work to do today or something, right? You're like you have the rest of the day ahead of you. Um, I mean, is this not considered this work? Is this all? This is all work. Oh, I I guess this is yeah. Joyful. I mean, not really. I mean, it's you no, know, it's it's fun. Today. I'm I'm enjoying it. I think uh, I guess John, this is like sort of our. I guess it is our job, right? It is a job that we have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a really. It, it reminds me of. Um, Tony Hawk, who we've brought up on the show before, a professional skateboarder, his uh, first or maybe only like autobiography is called Occupation Skateboarder. Uh, and the reason for that is because he one of his like life goals was to be able to like write on a tax form that like his job was being a skateboarder. Like that's when he felt like I will have made it because I can yeah. like write down that that's my job. Um, and so I feel like that a little bit with podcasting, but it's like way, way less cool and much more stupid. If you're like, what's your job? I'm a podcaster. Like, I feel like I watch Jeopardy a lot. It's a big, you know, big show Mm -hmm. here. I don't know if you really watch that in the UK or get it. No, but I know about the, the Alex Trebek and... I yes. thought he was, I thought it was something to do with like kind of Star Trek for a while, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was, but it was a beloved thing. I understand. Yeah. So a- on Jeopardy, there's been recently like they'll always say the person's occupation when they introduce them on mm-hmm. the show. They'll be like, "Oh, from Vancouver, BC, a teacher, John Cullen, or whatever." Mm-hmm. And recently, there's been an uptick in like a podcaster from blank mm-hmm. or a podcast producer from blank and. I am a podcaster and it makes me feel like I'm like, oh, you're a loser. What do you mean? That's your job? Uh, he's a podcaster from Champaign, Illinois. Here's Dave Clark or whatever. And you're like, what? Get that can't grip. be your real job, you know? I feel yeah. like if you put podcaster on on your tax return, the the Canadian Revenue Service would be like, you know what? You don't have to do taxes this year. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> just 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 take a break. Like you deserve it. So that would actually be sweet doing. for us. That would be great. Yeah, I know that would, that would that would rock. I hate you know what I'm gonna say it. Doing taxes kind of sucks. Oh, I'm a big fan of it. I, is it in Canada? Like I know in America, it's it's an incredibly ridiculous. Like you, everyone has to do their own taxes. Whereas like it's, I do my taxes because I'm freelance and it's a faff. And I'm pretty sure I have done so much tax fraud. Like it's unbelievable. <laughs> I don't. I, I have no idea what I'm doing every single week. I don't tell anyone that I said that. But whereas, like, you know, if you work for a place, someone does it, HMRC, PAYE, the, the money is taken for you. Is in, in Canada, like, do you have to, does everyone have to, to do their own taxes? I feel like it's easier. It's definitely easier than in the United States. Um, uh-huh. So American taxes are, like, notoriously difficult. And, <sighs> like like, the tax... Uh, um, the tax like software companies have like lobbied Congress to keep 
tax law as complicated as humanly possible. So people will use oh, right. their tax software, which is obviously completely bonkers. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it explains explains so much about America too. Yeah. So American taxes are much more complicated. I feel like Canadian taxes aren't that difficult. But a pain uh, in the arse overall. Anyway, like, oh, I mean, it, it's, numbers, it sucks. Right? It's not, Am I right? yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. No one should have to do that. Um, and I know I don't have to, I could pay someone else to do it, but I'm also so stubborn. I don't want people to see what I spend my money on because it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would rather go to prison for tax fraud than any, let anyone, even a professional, look at ridiculous things that I bought. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I pay someone to do my taxes because um, I'm stupid Fancy. and I hate doing math and whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I, I guess I don't know if it's complicated. I used to do my own taxes when I like, you know, was 20 and worked at a grocery store and I had one T4, which is what we call our like earnings slip or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's the easiest that, shit because they fill it all out for you. All yeah, the numbers are already it's filled simple. Out. But yeah. now that I'm a podcaster, teacher, comedian, whatever other dumbass jobs I make money from, <laughs> occasional freelance writing, you know, then it's like, oh, now I got like 10 T4s. I'm not, yeah. Fuck that shit. I'm not it. I'm not doing it. I just won't. I refuse. So <laughs> yeah. I pay someone. Hey, what's, and... what's the worst that could happen if you just don't stop doing your taxes? You know? <laughs> Isn't that right? That's what I thought. And then I did get, I got a fine. I mean, it was, it was a hundred pound fine. It was the first year I had to do them and I was so pissed off, but I deserved it because I didn't do them right. So was it? Oh, so <laughs> they, they fine you like, so is that like, mm-hmm. it's literally a fine for doing them incorrectly or it was just that you filled out the tax information wrong. So you owe more back so, than you thought. I did it so incorrectly. That they had, they had no choice but to penalize me. It wasn't like I was like a, a kind of really like petty thing. It was that I I essentially gave them nothing. I was like, oh, we'll take some money and it's fine, and 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 they were right to do it. And I'm, I will never say that about HMRC, but they were right to do it at that time. And so I'm a bit more care- like sometimes they are super easy though, and you you think, oh shit. Either I'm I'm happy to overpay, but I think underpaying makes me nervous because I, I don't yeah I. I think I think that's uh, maybe a, a Canadian. That's a Commonwealth thing. I think is that like I would I'd much rather overpay and just be like too polite and like too nice to the tax <laughs> people. Yeah, yeah, just have yeah. as much as you want. You know, like whatever stops you from like talking to me. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. So yeah, I think too. Like part of it, at least for me, is I feel like maybe our government isn't doing the best job all the time. But like we do have universal health care. So it's like, you know what? If I pay like a thousand dollars more on my taxes for 20 years of my life than I Mm -hmm. should be. And then when I'm 60, I need hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of medical care. You know what? Hey, we'll call it even. government. That's my plan. That's my plan for sure. I I think anyone living in a country with universal health care, your plan should be to get as sick as humanly possible at some point in your I life. I'm gonna, like the minute I don't work anymore, I'm going to start smoking. I'm going to skateboard <laughs> when I'm, you know, 65. It's, I, don't, I do not care anymore because I will have paid my dues. I, I, I think your like, big uh, getting uh, like your big uh, I'm going to scam the government out of healthcare money plan mm-hmm. is to start skateboarding. <laughs> it's a good plan, though. It's a great I plan. Play. I I've, I don't think I've told the story on the pod before, but my sister got a skateboard uh, for her birthday when she was like 10 years old. She wanted to like try it out and she never really got it, that into it. But we went up to the playground near our house 
And my dad was like, I guess at this point he was in his like early fifties probably. And he was like, yeah, I'll give this a try. And he immediately <laughs> broke his wrist. Like, like within, I would say five seconds of stepping on the skateboard. He, it like, it like flew out from under him and he slammed down on his wrist and, and broke his wrist. So, so yeah. and John, like I mean, Thing. No, Ooh. he was just like standing on it, and it just like it wasn't even trying to do anything. <laughs> I mean, John, you can picture this, obviously. Well, you know that's my why dad I'm laughing well. so hard because yeah. I know your father. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm also like, does your dad get? Is he like a big? Uh, is he like a big like string swearer? Like when he gets like hurt or mad? I feel like he is. He yes. Uh, so I feel like there's other. There's a bunch of stories of him getting injured, doing things he shouldn't have been doing. And swearing a bunch. Um, there's there's two that I remember particularly. Um, one uh, was we were playing street hockey outside a friend's house, uh, and he was in net, and I took a slap shot and hit him right in the nuts, and he just went down like a sack of potatoes. And like our our friends, like parents, uh, and like my mom, it was like kind of a family thing. Like they were all over and they're like sitting on the patio watching us play. And all they can see is him just collapse. And they thought, they thought he had a heart attack, <laughs> but I just like hit him in the balls, like really hard. It was a good shot too. And he made the save. And the other time was, uh, he coached our soccer team, uh, growing up, uh, for a few years and decided to play in in net. I mean this again it's him playing in net is this the root of yeah. all the problems here. Yeah. Uh and he like dove to make a save and then just like broke a rib. <laughs> so I mean I really admire him for you know putting his body on the line for us as, as kids but I mean, yeah, and, and yes, I think there was a lot of cursing. Um, dads do that. Uh, I mean, dads just have the stupidest injuries and then just, I mean, my dad like fell from like a ladder, fell out the window and like drove himself to hospital with a broken ankle, like skewed oh his hand, frozen roast potato and just like, and then like glued it back together. It was just like, and my dad is a very intelligent, very sensible man, but <laughs> just a foolish idiot, just a kind of dead, dead kind of honk from the kitchen and then just, it, I'm fine. And then some kind of hazard. Yeah, I'll stick some glue in that. Yeah, I'll drive to the to the A&E on my own with a broken. Like it's just dads. What are we going to do about them? I, I know. What's yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I feel like you've got to have a, a story, well, John. So my dad is weird because he's had chronic pain his whole life. Like, so my my mom and dad were in a pretty serious car accident when they were in their early twenties. So my dad's had chronic back and shoulder pain for most of his life. So he doesn't he really kind of had to like quit playing sports and all that kind of thing. Like, I feel like I'm heading for this where like I will be 55 and I will do something stupid. Um, but I think the funniest story of my dad <laughs> that I can think of as far as like a dad being a dad and being a stupid idiot, um, <laughs> just Beth talking about the roast potatoes made me think of it. So one day I was like, so I, I, I went to university about an hour bus ride away from home. So I think for whatever reason, I had stayed the night at university. Maybe I'd stayed with a girlfriend or something like that. Um, and so I came home, I rode the bus home and where the bus stopped, I walked through this like path to get to my house. And there was like a little trench that had like a river beside the path. And in the river, I see this pan floating in the in the river. And like it's just like a nondescript like cooking pan or whatever. But I was like, that looks like our pan. Like, I'm like, I feel like I've seen this before. Like that looks like 
a pan from our house. And I'm like, no, nah, it's just <laughs> someone just must have threw it there, like whatever. So then I get home and it comes up that the night before my dad had like cooked something wrong, <laughs> freaked out, <laughs> walked down our, he was like pissed. And my mom was like, I guess he was yelling and my mom was like, stop it. And he was like, whatever, I got to get out of the house because I'm so mad. And he walked down to the end of our street and just threw the pan into this like path behind our house into this little river. <laughs> and so that was it. So that, so I was like, so that was our pan. I was like, I was thinking that was our pan, but I was like, there's no way that's our pan. He's like, oh yeah, I fucking threw the pan into the path and he wouldn't go back and get it. He was like, it's gone. I don't care where it is. I never, it's not like, he, like, I feel like if that happened to me, I would wake up the next day. I'd be like, I can't believe I just littered. I threw this pan in this little, I'll go get it, you know? But he was like, nope, it's gone forever. Was it a nice pan? Yeah. No, no, no. It was just like, um, it was like, like a, a baking, yeah, like a, not even a, like a frying pan, like a baking pan, you know, like oh, what you would, okay. like ro like roast potatoes. What was what was he, was he cooking? Yeah. yeah, that's a great question that I don't know the answer to. <laughs> okay, I gotta find it. I do want to say that it was like roast potatoes or something. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. My dad has a lot of those stories where like he gets mad and then he like throws stuff. He's like a hey, big thrower of stuff. Hey, it, you know what? This this. This will make your dad feel better. I set off the smoke alarm using the toaster this morning. So <laughs> how is that and even feel, possible, dude? I don't know. I feel like this is not my fault. I, so I hadn't I hadn't used the toaster for a few weeks. So I don't know if if there were just like like seeds or something in the bottom of and like I, I you know oh, what I mean like in the it could be seeds or crumbs or something. Mm -hmm. But I put I put a bagel in there and it, for like two minutes. And the smoke alarm went off. So I don't know. I got to I got to check out. I'm going to clear out the crumb tray. Maybe maybe there's something going on there because normally I think I'm a pretty decent cook. I made I made those Brussels sprouts last <laughs> normally night. I, made... I think I'm a pretty decent toaster. I think yeah. I toast things pretty well. Most yeah. of the time. Double dip because sometimes you, you put it on. It needs a bit of extra and that double dip. No, it was no. just one. It, it one was from dip. like from like a, a soft bagel, like a raw bagel. And a it raw just, bagel. Well, that's what else how I usually it? describe that's a, that's a raw a bagel. Raw bagel. Yeah, it's a raw bagel. <laughs> and and it just went for, like for for two minutes, not even that long, right? Not even long enough to burn it. You would think. And uh, and and it was an everything bagel. So you know, there's a lot of again, there's a lot of seeds. That's true. On a it. lot of stuff going on on an everything bagel. So yeah, I yeah. I think it's if I had to guess, it was it's the seeds' fault. But it was oh, I was so loud, and the cat raw just like bagel. lost her mind. It was like sprinting around the apartment. Um, <laughs> And I feel I feel bad, too, because like, I mean, we live in an apartment, right? So like other people can hear that. And it was like early enough in the morning that I probably woke someone up. So it's a rough start to the day. But I think overall, I'm, I'm usually pretty good with the toaster. So, yeah, <laughs> Dude, that was end up in a creek. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be funny if you threw the toaster in a creek. But I just the raw bagel is still getting me like I'm just imagining you like going to like a cafe or something. <laughs> And they're like, do you want your bagel toasted? And you're like, no, no raw, raw, <laughs> Give me raw but am, am I wrong? I think, I think in, in terms of the terminology, cause it, uh, when you toast it, yeah, it's, you're it's toasted, right? It's like cooked, yeah, it's un untoasted, untoasted, untoasted. Yes. Hey, who? No, Beth, you're you? right. It's untoasted. It's not raw. You don't say raw or but, toasted. No, but then it's everything like is, but then wood. it's not untoasted. Cause then everything is untoasted. Right. You, and I wouldn't say. <laughs> Right. Oh, my God. Don't get us going down this path. Oh, oh, what are you? Are you grilling a steak for dinner? Is it an untoasted grilled steak? 
that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> you you would just use raw. Yeah, raw is sort of the catch-all term for for <laughs> untoasted is just a more specific version of raw, right? So why not use the the generic term? Because maybe I'm not intending on toasting it, you know. This is so. the first Twitter style argument I've ever had in real life. It's wonderful. It's exactly <laughs> oh yeah. Welcome to the show, Beth. Yeah, yeah you said that yeah. you've listened to a few episodes of our show, so I'm surprised you didn't run into one of these on an earlier it's episode. Absolutely not. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, this I is Stefan's. I'm alive. Yeah, Stefan's whole. This is Stefan's whole thing, really. Like people are like, "Oh, Stefan, how are you so good at Twitter?" And it's because he lives his whole life as mm-hmm. as like he's on Twitter. He's practicing <laughs> constantly. Right. You know. Yeah. So yeah. it's just nuts. I mean. <laughs> everything would be okay the problem here's the because you were saying raw is a catch-all for everything and here's the problem with that is that raw now has a very sexual connotation so unfortunately to just call everything raw is going to end up with you creating some uncomfortable situation that's true that's a good point yeah so well okay i'm thinking i'm still going to stick with raw bagel i i just like that (laughs) it's it's like cellar door you know it's a nice it's a nice term Rolls yeah, I'm pretty time, sure there was so. a punk band called Raw Bagel in the Raw bagel. 70s. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like Raw Bagel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I so uh, yesterday, um, I don't know if, if you saw this, John, but Jesse, uh, our friend Jesse Farrar got into it with a bunch of uh, like Elon Musk supporters no. and fanboys. Uh-oh. Uh, and he made two of them just delete their accounts entirely. Whoa. Which is incredible. It's impressive. Yeah. It's very, very good. Because uh, one guy, one guy kind of got into an argument with Jesse and then uh, you know how the typical Elon Musk, like Dutch guy, reply guy will be like, uh, oh, that's like an ad hominem attack or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, they love saying uh, that. They love saying that ad hominem and you're doing, this is a habeas corpus. You know, they yeah. love throwing those Latin things in there. Quid pro quo, all that, whatever yeah, that this crap is. a big is. pro bono argument. This is a big <laughs> veni, vidi, vici type situation here. Yeah. But the, I should the start guy doing that told... in all my tweets, actually, just misusing Latin terms that everyone knows. I this think is a real a really Tempest Fugit. This is your really Tempest Fugit argument <laughs> here. Um, uh, a guy said to Jesse that he was doing an as homonym. <laughs> so he spelled, he spelled ad wrong. So even and worse. Then, and then... Uh, he deleted the tweet, but Jesse posted a screen grab of the typo to him, and then the guy just deleted his account entirely, which is just like incredible, very, very good. But yes, I do think, uh, in terms of like very stupid arguments, um, I, I I do tend to live my life like I like I would post online, because um, I think it is uh, it is very fun to mm-hmm. to have a very like stupid and bad opinion that in the back of your mind or also the front of your mind and like the sides of your mind. <laughs> That you know, it's like uh, it's like bad and and, and wrong, uh, yeah. and 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 just to see like how far you can you can take that opinion. I feel like what was the one? I mean, we were talking about time zones earlier, John. Um, didn't I have one where I was like the it, the, the morning starts at like at like ten a.m. technically, or what was it? You can't you, like no, the, it was the, the the morning. The morning isn't part of the day. The morning yeah, is different. You, from had, the day. you had morning isn't part of the day, and you also had that. <laughs> Evening is the morning of the night, I think, wasn't it? Or it something is. like that. But it is, though, right? It's the first part of the night, so that's the morning. That's it. I mean, it's the kind of thing you can't disagree with, but also something, it doesn't sit right in my soul, and it will make me want to scrap with you for hours. I think it's perfect. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's great. Morning. Yeah. <clears throat> was this like a big. It's happy. You're happy with it, and, and it's something, it's something to happy. do, isn't it? Oh, it's it's uh, yeah. I would say it's a hobby. I think yeah. Well, that's or just I guess it. like it's my to job. me. I, 
I almost imagine that you, Stefan, like in your time, uh, you know, maybe when you were a single guy, like sort of, you know, that was was that sort of your strategy for like captivating women on dates, just like trapping them in the stupidest arguments possible. But then they're like, well, is this guy deeper than I think he is or like what's going yeah. on here? And it works, too, you know, <laughs> because I think it's like it's just like very, very inoffensive stuff that no one has ever thought about. Right. No one has ever thought about is is the evening the morning of night and then you think about it and you're like wow that's really stupid but it does make sense and there's this it's it's very intriguing salad of the body i and like you don't think about that but it is true the hair is the salad of the body yeah Mm. how's okay go go on because we do salad is a nickname for hair in canada i've got like a i'm kind of thinking like a dinner plate you have like you know obviously the meat is the meat sure okay the hair is the salad of the body I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Right. I mean, we do call hair salad here. Like that's like a hockey slang uh, yeah. to call your hair salad. Like long yeah. hair, like flow. Long hair is like a salad. Like salad. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think you're right. So we're in Canada. We agree with you. Yeah. I mean, we're Canada already like. Tick. Yeah. You just, <laughs> you didn't realize, but you needed to be that. speaking to more Canadian people and they would just agree that's with it. you. Yeah. Of course it's a salad. Yeah. <laughs> But then you're talking to a hockey player, so that's not like a great situation to be in in general. Yeah, yeah. You want to avoid that, I think. But Tough situation. Speaking (laughs) of avoiding things, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied tapes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Thank you, Beth. Beth gave me a little hang loose for yeah, how sharp the, my segue was. was it a segue? Like, <laughs> very, good, very good segue. <laughs> my whole transitive, my, my thing is like anything can be a transition as long as you just say it like it mm-hmm. is a transition. You know, it's funny because yeah. I, I do. I Speaking of hockey, I do actually have a hockey podcast with a professional broadcaster uh, who is the the play by play commentator for the for the team here, the Vancouver Canucks. And he, it's funny, like a, a real professional can really make a segue out of anything. But like mm-hmm. but a good one, like I just start saying stupid shit and I'm like, wow, I'm a genius. Uh, but I mean, he's a real pro. He makes segues that make sense. So I'm I'm yep. working. I'm working at it. You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Beth, we always start with the guest. What's going on in your social media? Fantastic. I mean, so this week has I don't know about you guys, but British Twitter has been terrible this week. I mean, we we started off with like the Meghan Markle interview with her husband and Oprah. So it's just been it's been terrible. Um, and I have been I don't think I've ever been as online as I have this week. Like Whoa. I'm, I've been so like I'm on a new uh, ADHD medication, which I mean, it works to make me like super, super focused as long as the thing that I'm focusing on is being online. So it's right. really effective. But with that caveat. Um, and so, I mean, my social media update is actually more of a thing that I've done with my social media, which is I have switched my I kind of hit a breaking point where I was like, I can't see the masses anymore. I can't see people who don't follow me replying to me anymore. So I have finally kind of like pulled down the lever and, and they're no longer invited, which I, I, I've been on Twitter for like nine, 10 years and I didn't know that you could do this. Really? That's the, I, I, I've said this before. I feel like that and the mute button are the only good features Twitter has ever added. Mm-hmm. 
Legitimately. Like I, I, I went with that, like, I think, yeah, four or five years ago turned on the, and I, I feel like my replies aren't even that bad, all things considered, but it really does just like it, it, it is a big relief. I, I, I think the one feature that I would like them to get rid of is when it's like, uh, oh, you have like, uh, five quote tweets here and you click on them, you can see one of them. So you're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, that's four people saying I'm an asshole or whatever. Yeah. I just, just that's, don't that's tell me that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's it's my honestly, it's 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 a game changer. I don't know if John, you have the same. Do you have that uh, setting on, John? Uh, I have it, but uh, I don't have it on. I mean, the wow. thing is here, you know. It here's here. L- listen, okay. <laughs> this is a bit of a tough. This is a bit of a tough triangle argument for me to be in. You know, both of you have like a hundred and fifty something thousand Twitter followers. I have 8,000 Twitter followers. So like it's a different, I'm playing a different I just want to like pat you on the head. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm playing, I'm like your little brother, you know, I'm playing a different game out here, you know, like that, that, I remember having that 8,000 followers and being like, Twitch is quite fun. I quite like it here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hate it. I'll come for you and you will be like, this is suddenly quite miserable. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you're also a woman, which is makes it at least 50 times worse. Oh, I mean, I feel like being, just... yeah, being a woman, you because people will just be cross with you and then also be like kind of sexually violent about it. And you go like, just just be cross with me. But yeah. let's not talk about my tits. Like it's it's one of those <laughs> very. Yeah. And so I didn't realize you could do this. I thought that it was a kind of all or nothing mutuals or no one. And like I quite like talking to people on Twitter, there's like people will as often as people are like so irritating, people are really interesting and funny. And so I just didn't I just didn't realize for like eight years I've been reading miserable, <laughs> miserable tweets at me. I didn't have to be. So it's it, been fantastic. It changes everything. It, it basically it brings it back to like old Twitter where the only notifications you got were from the five hundred people who followed you. So yeah. it's it's a close approximation of, of that. They also days. added a they added a feature recently. I don't know how recent, but I just noticed this the other day where if you're verified, you can, you can see just the verified accounts that follow you. And, and I was like scrolling through that and I was like, Oh damn, Tom Arnold follows me. When the fuck did that happen? (laughs) And he only follows like a thousand people. So it's like, it's not like, it's not like one, it's not like Melissa Joan Hart who follows me as well, but she follows like 600,000 people. Yeah. You think, Oh cool. And then you look and it's like, Oh, you, you bitch. Yeah. I'm just (laughs) kidding. I mean nothing to you, Sabrina. Um, yeah, that's a. Whew. I might say I, what I think about that man, but still, it was it was still like it, it was a it was a surprise. It was a shock, you know. But then there's there's um I think we've talked about him before. Um, there's a hockey player named Zach Boychuk, who famously <laughs> he's like verified. He played in the NHL for what like two three years, John. Uh, uh, yeah, he bounced around teams, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but something he, like that, he, maybe more he, than that. But he was never he, very good. He follows, I, I mean, I want to say he follows like over a million people, potentially. It's a lot. I, I know they did it, an article on him and he talked about how Twitter like throttles him frequently because he just like follows a ton of he, people. Because they, they flag him as like a spam account because yes. he will just follow everybody. And, and it's... Why did he I, do I don't that? For, 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 you know, for the, I, for the follow back or just to kind of connect? I, I feel like at some point he was given like social media advice from someone back in like 2012. We were like, you, you should just follow everyone. And then they'll follow. Like, I think it is like a follow back thing. Uh, and then but he like took it to heart and now is like still doing it. And it's it's just like I cannot imagine. I think I follow like 1400 people or something. And I feel like I've muted probably half of them. And I still feel like my timeline is just like, there's like too much stuff going on, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's uh, like, 
like a million people. Like, what are you, what are you even doing at that point? Like, you must what, be in some real corners of like some real dark corners of Twitter. Oh, absolutely. Well, he's also, he's, he's a hockey player. So like just right off the bat, I'm sure his politics aren't that good, but then yeah, he's following a million people. So I, I'm going to be pissed off. He's not following me. He might be. Honestly, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, you should check. He might oh, be yeah. following you. I know yeah, he's following John. He's, I'm sure he's following Dan too. I think, yeah, I think he follows me. Let me take a peek here. Yeah. I know he was for a while, but I'm just, he doesn't I'll follow see. me. He does not follow. Uh, it's uh, Zach. Oh, I, delete, I delete the Twitter app. What am I, what am I looking at? I have to go on, I have to go on browser, which I have been doing. You know, you delete the Twitter app, I won't use this. And then you're just on the browser, which is so difficult to use on a, on a, like an iPhone or whatever. It's just like tiny, but you're like, I need my hit. Oh, you're going is... browser on your, on your phone. Well, I, yeah, I have, but today just to like kind of, double check what like yeah. for today i mean it was research but you know yeah you have to go on that it's it's humiliating to do the mobile browser for twitter Whoops. when, when yeah. you delete the app you're on fantasy uh, uh so his his name is uh zach uh z-a-c-h and then boychuk b-o-y-c-h-u-k let's see let's see uh, yes he's probably, yeah there you <laughs> go <laughs> ah, yes there we go <laughs> yeah he's following five hundred and sixty six thousand. <laughs> what a man he's yeah he's got something going on yeah. i do not uh i actually he follows me and i unfollowed him so wow. a bit of a power move bit of That's a power, a power move, move that is a power same. move yeah. i don't have too many power moves in my arsenal on twitter but that mm-hmm. is one of them that's one of them uh, for sure goodbye to zach boychuk the other person who follows me uh sports wise who also follows a ton of people but he stopped following back is dan hardy uh he's an mma fighter uh from mm-hmm. london actually and uh, yeah, he 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 was doing a like you just follow anyone who followed him, and then I think he stopped yeah. around like a hundred thousand. So I'm still in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> big time. I mean, user. I think you're in it or you're not in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I follow about a thousand, like more than a thousand people, and that's a lot of people. Like yeah. if you use Twitter, that's a lot of people. I can't. I don't know what's happening with these people. Yeah, you like wouldn't be able to use Twitter. Like you could you could only use your replies basically. Like you'd never yeah. use your news feed. I mean that would just be impossible. No. It just wouldn't work. Or timeline or whatever the fuck you call it. You guys know. I think it's called it's called timeline, I believe. Yeah. So I just um, wanted to get out ahead of that cuz someone's going to be like, "Oh, this MF thinks it's called a news feed or you know whatever." So I wanted to just <laughs> make sure I got out ahead of whatever yeah. dumb thing people were going to criticize me for this episode. Stefan, what's going on on your social media? Well, this came across my news feed uh, and sorry, John, uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf, uh, who's an author. Uh, I believe she used to work uh, for or, or as part of the, the Clinton administration in the 90s. Um, and she's like kind of gone off the deep end with regards to coronavirus stuff. Um, mm. She's very much like an anti-masker. I don't know her position on the vaccine, but it's probably not good. She's anti-lockdown, all this stuff. Uh, you know, she's been on Tucker Carlson, uh, in, in the past couple months. So not, not great, but, um, she had a just truly unhinged, uh, series of posts, uh, this past week about, uh, children wearing masks. I don't know if, uh, if the two of you saw this, I did, didn't yeah. see it. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll read this. It's not, it's not good. Um, All right. Uh, This is uh, her post, a reply, and then her reply to that person. Terrifying. Children now don't have the human reflex that they, when you smile at them, they smile back. Uh, Very weird syntax Mm, in that sentence. That's a weird way to start 
also to start your whole children wearing masks things. That's your number one. I can't smile at kids anymore. So yeah, let me let me reread that sentence because I Sorry. I this the syntax is is just a total mess. But okay, terrifying. Children now don't have the human reflex that they when you smile at them they smile back. So she said they twice is what's throwing that off. I'm seeing kids with their lower faces hanging inertly, absolutely unmoving facial muscles when they take their masks off. Dark circles under eyes from low oxygen lassitude and then someone replied and said citations please or it didn't happen and dr naomi wolf says the children i see around me is the citation the child i love is the citation i mean first of all i think kids are just unhappy to be around her is what this is Mm-hmm. presumably right is if all she has is anecdotal evidence that children don't smile when she's around i don't think it's a mask thing i think it's a it's a naomi wolf thing but uh second of all that's not even like the craziest thing she's posted in the past couple of years um she had no. one oh no I, this was this is from this year as well and i think she had to okay so this is about the vaccine so she is leaning towards anti uh vaxxer stuff um So she replied to someone who had posted something about how the vaccine is bad and scary. And she had to delete this post, I think, because it was uh, promoting misinformation. Uh, But see if you can figure out exactly what she is referring to here, because it's really funny once you figure it out. Uh, She says, terrifying. Also confirms, explains the conversation I overheard in a restaurant in Manhattan two years ago in which an Apple employee was boasting about attending a top secret demo. They had a new tech to deliver vaccines with nanoparticles that let you travel back in time. Not kidding. Now, what do you think she's referring to there? Like as far as what, like what the what vaccine you mean? What so with all the context and all the clues there, Apple employee, time travel, new tech, what do you think she is referring to there? Oh god, I don't know. Uh so, AirPo- AirPods? No, I'm fairly certain she is referring to uh time machine, which is the Apple oh, feature the that Apple like saves files. Time machine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember the yeah. tweet being like, she's like nanopaticles and everyone's like nanopaticles and it was just a real buzzword of the day. I oh yeah, she know. spelled Yeah, you're right. She spelled it nanopaticles, not nanoparticles as well. Oh my god. So yeah, and I and I feel like a couple years ago she was sort of in the news as well because she was writing a book about um the history of of like uh, like the, the prejudice that that gay people uh, faced in like 1800s, 1700s London or something. And it was the book was totally predicated on uh, this list of like executions that she had, that people were executed for being gay. And then it turned out that none of the people in that list had actually been executed. And so yeah. her entire book premise was invalidated in like one interview. There's an, there's a radio interview she did, I think. And it's really hard to listen to because because the host is just like oh okay this is what your book's about well the entire premise is like wrong so yeah she is uh i wouldn't follow her on twitter necessarily um but you see her every so often and it's always it's very I mean, I, I, I guess it is entertaining in a, in a very dark sort of way, but I like the idea of the, the whole lack of oxygen causes black bags under your eyes thing. That's or that, that was the one that really stuck out to me is, uh, you know, first of all, the idea that a mask causes a lack of oxygen, first of all, that's already like not true. And then 
the idea that because of that lack of oxygen, you get black bags under your eyes. Yeah. Someone also replied to her uh, with pictures of their kids wearing masks, being like, my kids wear masks. It's totally fine. And then she like retweeted it. And then just like hundreds of just like horrible replies from like alt-right freaks and weirdos. And she's like retweeting all of the attacks on this poor dad and his like kids with their masks on. And the kids look fine. They look happy. You can tell when someone's happy when they're wearing a mask. It's not hard. Like, and kids, the kids are really doing well with this. Like, I mean, I, I recently did like a, like a zoom with a, with a class of like year sixes. So that's like 10, 10 year olds. And they were all yeah. fantastic. And every, they're, you know what I mean? Like, it's just such a, a disgusting kind of thing to kind of hang your stupid opinion on is just kind of like kids are miserable, but they're not like deprived of oxygen in the brain because they've got yeah. a, a bit of kids are always them. miserable too. Kids are miserable before masks as well. Oh, right. Yeah. The dark like, circles, like they're up all night, I don't know, wanking or like SMS. <laughs> like, it's nothing to do with like. Uh, she's a funny one. She is a funny one. Yeah, she's. Uh, How she's old is she? Interesting. Mm, she's probably in. Uh, she. I mean, she's been. I'd say she's in her like late fifties, maybe. She should right. know better, you know. I think but it's not even uh, that to me. It's like whenever there's like an online character and they're in their fifties, it's like. <laughs> Do something else. What the <laughs> fuck are you like? We don't have a choice. Okay. We're all in our like late twenties or thirties, whatever. You know, we were born into this. You have the benefit of like, like my dad doesn't go, doesn't even know what social media is basically. I mean, he has Instagram cause he's a photographer. So he'll post his photos on Instagram. But like he, other than that, he, do, he doesn't engage with it at all. And I'm like, God, what a beautiful world you, you can be in a world where none of this matters to you and you're still choosing to be in it. I, it's like I, fucked up. I feel like the only old person who should be allowed to have a Twitter account is that Welsh guy who posts the really huge vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's just like just a charming, nice old man who just posts very big squash. Them. It's it's great. I love it. You know, Michael Caine, I think, are on my list of like these two. Yeah. Anthony Which... Hopkins is actually also very good at, at, at Twitter is he? as well. Is he a He's very... Yes. He'll, he'll post just like selfies all the time of yeah. just and he just looks like a grandpa. You know, it's yeah. it's very charming and cute. Um, John, your social media update is one of my favorite sports highlights of all time. Yeah, it's just a great. It's a great time. This is a. This was a tweet uh, from Maddie Flats, uh, and it went. He's he's not. He doesn't have a ton of followers. He's got like four hundred followers, uh, but he had a mega viral tweet uh, about one of my favorite sports moments of all time. Uh, so the sports moment in question is a highlight from bowling. Uh, this this <laughs> man named Pete Weber Jr. Uh, won, I believe it's the U.S. Open Bowling Championship, and he was mad that someone in the crowd. Uh, was giving him shit, I guess, or trying to distract him while he was bowling. So that as soon as he won, he, uh, you know, gesticulated and yelled at this man in the crowd. Dan has the clip here. We'll watch the clip, and then that will help us explain the, the tweet here. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And... Oh, 
God. Incredible. <laughs> Beth, Beth, you started laughing when you saw him. I, I've never, I've never known what this was, but I've seen this a few times and every single time. It's just that, who do you think you are? I am. It's just absolutely, yeah, it sends oh, me. It's, it's a delight. It's so so the tweet is literally from Maddie. It's always W-Y-D, but never W-D-Y-T-Y-A question mark I-A. <laughs> And did, so did we that, figure got out, me, that got me really out, going what is so what is he what was he trying to say i think he's trying to say like like whoever you think like you want to be me is like i yeah. think what he's trying to say right like, who do you think you like you think you're someone whoever you you're, think you are that's me that's uh, yeah, that's who i am i'm living yeah. what you want to be you're sitting here you paid to watch me play and now i because that's a but he, like, thing. he like cut he cut some words out i think so it, it yeah, does yeah, like, yeah. You, it's weird. You, you hear it at first. And you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then you like say it to yourself and you're like, wait a second. That doesn't make any fucking sense at all. No. What did you just say there? It's great, though. And then like the rest of the shit he's yelling is so good. So too. good. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. I mean, I love it. It's so great. I mean, it's it's perfect. It's a perfect sports moment. It, But it is like it's a thing that athletes reach for. Like I remember watching a hockey game and we were sitting by the penalty box and and some guy had just gotten into a fight uh, from the opposite team. And so a guy that was sitting near us was like making fun of him in the penalty box. And he was like, how much money do you make? Like I made you like you paid to watch me. You know, that's always something, you know, these rich athletes, they love to pull that out of their pocket, which is fair. I mean, it's totally yeah. fair. I am paying to watch you do this thing. But like bowling, how much was the ticket? Ten bucks? Like, I mean, you know, you could just kind of do whatever. The the highlight I always think of, uh, and I this is maybe to me, this is a top five sports moment of all time. But uh this was in the NHL in like the nineties, and I believe, John, it was Steve Sullivan. Steve Sullivan, uh, yeah. I knew I knew exactly so what you were talking about. I think he was playing for the Chicago Blackhawks at the time against I think they're playing Colorado, and he got a puck, they're playing in Colorado, and Steve Sullivan took a puck to the face or a stick to the face and was like yeah. bleeding. And as he's going off the ice, this guy up against the glass in the front row starts like says something to him and starts like making fun of him. And he's like and pointing at Steve Sullivan's head like, oh, you're and, like, bleeding, laughing. like ha 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 kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Steve Sullivan like snaps at him and is like is like pointing at him being like, get this guy out of here and is yelling at him. And and then like later in the game, a puck goes over the glass and hits that fan in the head and he starts bleeding. And then Steve Sullivan skates by and starts making fun of the guy. And the guy just gets so mad. I mean, it is uh, it's incredible. Like, it's just one of those one in a million moments. It's it's so good. Yeah, it's I mean, it's way more than one in a million. Like the yeah. idea that this exact yeah. guy, like if you think of how many times a puck goes over the glass and actually makes someone bleed in a yeah. season yeah. is low. And then for it to be the exact guy, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. it's so This is the one thing I do like about sports is when these things happen. I would watch yeah. sports if these things happened a lot more often, the kind of these kind of theatrical... <laughs> Like I mean, I, I I would watch like a and I feel like they should do this just like a half hour show of just highlights where athletes are interacting with fans in, you know, not necessarily positive ways. Um, it happens in hockey a lot. There was one in the early 2000s where a Philadelphia Flyers fan uh, was like getting into it with a, maybe the toughest guy in the league at the time. Uh in, in the penalty box and was like yelling at him. And then Ty Domi, the player in the box squirted his water bottle at him. And then the fan climbed over the glass. No, the glass and broke. Did it, did it break? It, yeah, he, yeah. But he, he, he was, was like, so he was he climbing was, he, it. Sort he of, was right? kind of trying to climb it. And then the glass yeah. fell out of its stanchions and he like fell into the box with Domi yeah. and Domi just, yeah. yeah. 
The other the good one, one was when Rob Adam Ray. Party. No, when Adam Party got hit through the glass in Chicago, yeah. and then the drunk guy put his helmet on. He like he got yes. hit through the glass, <laughs> and I mean you can just tell by this guy's face he is absolutely he's the drunkest anyone's he's ever the been. drunkest anyone's ever been in their whole life. And so yeah, so this this op- opposing team like away team player gets hit through the glass. And and so he's kind of like in the crowd and this drunk guy just rips the helmet off of his head <laughs> and, and just puts, puts it, it on. on his own head. And he's so <laughs> drunk. Like, it's Dan, can you bring it up? I, w- I want Beth to see you it. Need to, you need to see yeah, his I'll face, see if I can find that. Yeah, just see Adam Party, P-A-R-D-Y. I'm sure you'll be able yeah. to find it. The Rob Ray so one funny. is the other one I was, I was thinking of where uh, this, this player jumped onto the ice, actually got on the ice, mm-hmm. and then kind of ran towards the Buffalo Sabres bench for whatever reason, but he ran towards legitimately the toughest player on both teams, Rob Ray, who was just a, a psychopath. And Rob Ray just grabs this guy and just starts like feeding him punches. And this guy is like a, an average size guy. And Rob Ray was just huge. And then they interview Rob Ray after and he's wearing these like little like egghead glasses. And it's just like the, the funniest thing. He's just laughing about it. But yeah, the Adam party thing, if you've got it here, Dan, I've got that ready. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. I just, know Beth just will love this one. Beth, the guy's face. Oh, right through. Brandon Bowling just put Adam party right through the glass. <laughs> he literally takes the helmet off of his head. And took it off in the stands. Oh, 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 <laughs> he is the drunkest any person oh has my ever been. God. Wobbling. And then the helmet just falls off. I mean, that's... you thrilled for a moment and then he just. You know what? John, I told the... Sorry, we should do this should be our next live show is sports bloopers. Yeah, we should do it. I think that would be great. I would love because we're, we're I think we'll we're sports send you the video after experts. so you can just enjoy the sports bloopers free of sports. Yeah, I need to see the Yeah, because I mean, the best thing that happens here is like the football when like a cat goes on the, the pitch. I love when, when that happens. Oh, my God. Like, I need to see like this is the real stuff. I think hockey is, I guess, where the, the real kind of theater and, and drama happens. Well, oh, did yeah. I have I told the story on the podcast about the fight in the stands that I saw? No. It was so it just this guy reminded me of it. So it was like this older guy. It was like this young guy, probably in like his twenties. Is and that a Canucks old, game or Canucks game? Yep. Yeah. And this old man, well, not old, but like in his fifties, probably quite easily. So the young guy's just jawing, you know, just like I don't even know how it started. I don't know what the fight was about, but you can. It was the section over from us, and this young guy's just like yelling at this old guy. And doing the typical posturing of like, you can tell this guy's never been in a fight, but he likes to pretend he's been in a fight. Then the guy in his 50s takes his shirt off. <laughs> as soon as that happens, if I'm the young guy, I'm like, oh, we're, I'm out. I've made a huge mistake. I've made a bit. As soon as the guy takes his shirt off, you know, you're in a world of trouble. So this guy takes his shirt off and the young guy for some reason decides that's when he's going to start to try to fight this old guy and this old one punch, bam guys done. <laughs> it was like, it was so funny. It was just this like fucking 20 year old douchebag, and this, and it was so funny too, because so security starts to come down the stairs and the old guy was like, 
and the security's all worried because you know and this young kid's laying on the floor or whatever and the old guy's like yeah it's fine i know like not a big deal and he's like <laughs> put his shirt back on and just walked out like he's like you don't have to restrain me like it doesn't it's fine like he started it i finished oh it i'm that's leaving. so good it was so cool i loved every minute and then of course the young guy gets up and he like kind of doesn't know where he is and he gets dragged and people in the section were like oh the young guy totally started it like you know yeah. don't worry about the old guy but it was pretty kick-ass, I have to say. Incredible. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of ending people's lives, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo! No longer can see that post. It's a block tale. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that one felt like I did nail it. That you one nailed felt it. real yeah. good. Yeah. <sighs> Beth, uh, you know, yeah. this is your this is the floor's yours. Go for it. This is it. So mine is mine took place, I think it was about a year ago. Or it was like April 2020, which I mean it was such a strange time globally. You guys were there, so you remember. Um <laughs> and I think we'd been in in lockdown in London for like a month at this point and I was going, kind of going a bit crazy and, and like all of these work projects were gone. I just had time. I settled this time. Like shagging was illegal. There was nothing to do. And I thought <laughs> I will I will read a book. I will read books again. I will become literate once more. Um, and I, I decided to reread Lord of the Rings, which was a book that I'd loved when I was a kid. Like I'd listened to the tapes and, and I'd been read it and then I'd read it myself. Um and then, like, I guess, like, a decade and a half of, like, heavy internet usage had just, like, wiped the inside of my brain, like, completely smooth. And I, you know, I was like, this will be really nice to kind of revisit a favorite. And so I, I mean, I got the, I got the audiobook. I didn't actually read the, I didn't actually read the <laughs> book. Course, yeah. That was a bridge too far. Because it's a big, like, I've got a copy of it and it's all the books and it's huge. And I thought, yeah. well, I'm not taking that downstairs every day. Those You're are, reasonable. like, actually difficult to read as well. Like, it, it's a it strain is. on the wrists. You're quite right. Um, you're yeah. right to say it. Um, and so I was listening to the audiobook, and I was like, I was having a nice time. I was kind of revisiting this, and and in the in the book they do the songs, and like that someone sings them. Like when I'm reading Lord of the Rings, I'll be honest, I skip the songs. I can't. Yeah. Be yeah. And there's a lot of songs. Oh my god, there really are so so many songs. So many songs. I'm just like a big book guy, where whenever there's something in italics in like half the margins, I'm not reading it. It doesn't matter what book it. That was a great way in university to like make your readings faster. You're like, oh, they're quoting something else. Not for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll skip it. Thank you, but absolutely, I will be moving on. Um, And so I was reading this, and and obviously I was I was tweeting. I was everyone was tweeting through it, so I was like, this is what I've got going on. And and I think there was a tweet that it said something like it was from a little bookshop, and it was very wholesome. And it was like, you've been cursed with the with the the book that the protagonist had in the last book you you read or whatever or the job that they had and and what 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 job have you got and i just wrote hobbit with a little like kiss after it because i'm british and we do that um <laughs> and i just thought we'll leave it at that and i'm just i i got just the kind of pedantic replies that you expect by you know people being like well hobbit's a race and you know <laughs> you've got this wrong and and this isn't you know so someone was like he's not a hobbit or Hobbit is his race, but he's a martyr. And I was like, just <laughs> on a, relax one minute. Um, he's a freelancer, so like, if anything. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. Like, and I, I kind of stood by it and, and I, I, was, I was willing to be petty. And I was like, no, this man had no job. He was an heir. Oh, he was. Frodo was 
didn't have gainful employment. He kind of like kicked about in the countryside and kind of thought his thoughts and like, which I really respect. Like that is kind of my dream. Um, I do to do that. But yeah, people were kind of accusing me of, of like never having read the books. And like, I, I love the books growing up and like, I'm not a, a super fan or anything. Like I, you know, I don't know my, like my bungos from my drogos or whatever, but I do really <laughs> like Lord of the Rings. And I, it would really pissed, it really pissed me off that people were like, she's, you know, she's kind of like just the strangest grift ever to kind of, there's no social capital to be gained by pretending to have read the Elfberg. Like, there's just, <laughs> and I was like, come on. Um, and then, you know, I, 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 I kind of ended up comparing it to like, a kind of in between his hangover style film where these, you know, the Hobbits <laughs> essentially, they, they set off, they sort of muck about abroad and then it's all okay in the end. Um, and it really, it really pissed people off. Like people were, I think it, it joins like cryptocurrency with one thing that you kind of can't, take the piss out of online like there's a i don't know if you guys follow like merit k she tweeted about lord of the rings in just like the best fashion i remember the tweet exactly but it was something like oh well you know if i had the one ring i would like simply resist its its temptations and and i would only use it in like appropriate situations and which is just a really gorgeous tweet which obviously garnered the even worse replies than my tweet did people just really explaining how Lord of the Rings like works and how the ring is just, like the most grim, depressing. And anyway, so I tweeted this and then I, I let it go. And then at Christmas, someone, I tweeted about it again. I was like, oh, that was a fun, that was a fun saga of my life when, you know, I got in a row about Lord of the Rings. Um, and I said, hobbits were unemployed. And then I got in a second row with someone who was like, it kind of accused me of being like, oh, you, you don't like unemployed people then, huh? And I was like, come on. I'm kind of pointing out a fact here. Like he did not have it. That man did not have a job. That man was kind of upper middle class. Like he was very well to do. He did not have a job. Like I I wasn't digging him out. Yeah. But he didn't have a job. Just um, a fact. And it, just, it really took the shine off this nice thing I was doing myself, like rereading Lord of the Rings by taking it to the internet. And yeah, so I had like two separate beefs about this kind of singular theory I had about Frodo being unemployed. That's uh, and you ended like, up, uh, you ended up blocking the second guy, right? Cause didn't he follow yeah. up with something super weird after you said like that hobbits aren't unemployed? I think so. Well, I, I get confused between the two, the two arguments um, because one, I think I was blocked by one of them, the first one. And then the second one, I believe, I believe I might've blocked them. I think you know, they were kind of like, just being like you're a really shitty person. I wish I'd never bought your book. And I was like, I just like it. Oh my god! I was like, I, it's, this is a different like economic fiscal system than we have. You know, I'm you know I'm speculating on like Middle Earth unemployment yeah. here. Well, they yeah. don't have they don't have like welfare in Middle Earth. Yeah. If you're unemployed, you have to just go on an adventure. That's the welfare That's system. It, you have to it? go on a journey. Freer than free economy. Like there's kind of very little like kind of government intervention like they're pretty chill they are fine it's a kind of collectivist they're doing fine it's fine to say when someone is an heir like it's a kind of like i called it like a lad's holiday gone wrong which (laughs) well like haha but you are i mean yeah (laughs) no i'm i'm surprised because i don't i didn't consider lord of the rings fans to be like that insane subset of fans like you would like harry potter 
for instance, mm-hmm. right? Or like Zack Snyder movies, right? Like I almost feel like Lord of the Rings is, is sort of, I mean, I, I'm thinking maybe of the movies particularly, like they were, you know, very good movies. I, I rewatched the entire extended trilogy last weekend. It was, it was a wonderful choice. I loved it. Um, but you know, they were, they were very popular. They're very well done. They hold up nicely, but they're not like overdone in pop culture to the point of like, okay, this is like oversaturated. I'm, I'm tired of this. Like the example I like to bring up is game of Thrones. That was like everywhere. Right. And it was just, it was so annoying. You could, you couldn't go into uh, a Twitter thread without seeing like game of Thrones gif. And then, uh, it sucked. Like the last two seasons were just like garbage. And so everyone was like embarrassed and stopped using it. And I've just like never seen something like that. Whereas like Lord of the Rings was just like good and just kind of like yeah. ran its course, you know, and it's Wrapped just up early enough, like, yeah. before, you know, for anything on TV, I guess, in the last like few years, it's going to get like saturated. And, and but, you know, Lord of the Rings was that kind of, you know, you begin in the early 2000s and then in a few years that is done. Oh, it was yeah. a glorious time. Yeah, it was yeah, just so three, three years. It was great. I didn't think I would piss anyone off. Um, and I think it's just, I sort of was like, I wasn't willing to let it go. I was like, no, that's what does it. I was like, that was, you know, his hobbies (laughs) and my business, but it's just that kind of like people accuse me of like kind of trolling about it, but it's like, no, I know about this, but I'm also having a bit of fun with it and I'm allowed to do that. But then immediately, because I guess I'm a lady woman, it goes to like, you're lying about this. Yeah. Never. You don't know about the hobbits. Yeah, that is, that's the classic move though right the classic yeah. move is is just to be like uh well like that that's going to happen obviously but like what you were saying about uh when someone replies to correct you uh just be like no no you're wrong yeah and and yeah. don't <laughs> offer any sort of explanation or anything and it drives them up the wall and they I will just that. take the bait and and you can keep them strung up on it for for like days at a time it's it's yeah. wonderful it's one of my favorite things to do online they do get their necks so hot about it and and you just know and you're just kind of I'm just immediately like mute the like I don't really block people because I hate that giving them that satisfaction it's just yes. mute button like you said it's just it's gorgeous kind of just mute and you just know that they're kind of their neck is so red somewhere in the world and it's nothing to do with you don't have to know about it oh that's great they're just yelling yeah. into a void it definitely feels like a thing where if you were a man talking about Lord of the Rings there wouldn't be this like you know, like it, there's there, people want to argue with you, but there's also this underlying of like, well, there's no way you read Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You're a girl. So like, you, there's no, there's, yeah, there's no chance you read it. You know, like it's just such a, that, that part of it is always funny to me where there are definitely these like pockets of <laughs> pop culture where it's just like assumed that because you're not a man, you couldn't possibly have an opinion on it, which is so fucking weird. And is like, yeah. I feel like that does totally exist on the internet for sure. Yeah. Cause there's zero that I would pretend that I enjoyed and liked. Like if I didn't, I barely watched Lord of the Rings, like not Lord of the Rings, Game of the Game of the Thrones and whatever. And like, I didn't, and like, I would, there's nothing that I'm going to pretend that I, I, I read or liked if I didn't like it, but I will, I will tease you if you, you know, if you just kind of come at me at that angle it just really winds me up like i remember tweeting about like douglas adams i'm a huge douglas adams fan like hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy like i'm just and and someone was kind of the same thing because these are not cool things to like like there's an absolutely nothing to be gained by me <laughs> like i have like a mostly harmless tattoo it's deeply embarrassing when anyone asks me about it like i am this isn't something that that i gained from um but yeah i guess being a woman you do get any kind of entry point in to be like you are a stupid witch 
I yeah. think how, part how of it dare is probably you take the piss out of it. Yeah, I think part of it is probably that a lot of these guys like read these books as like teenagers and it was like they were they were the only person who knew about it, you know, it was like their yeah. thing. And so then when they get into the real world uh, or online, I guess, well, that's the same thing uh, when they get there. <laughs> Uh, and they realize, oh, wait a second, this, this is actually like extremely popular. And like a lot of people, a lot of people that are different than me read this. It just like, they just, yeah. you know, fizzle out and it doesn't compute. But, uh, I mean, I, you know what, we talked about Lord of the Rings. Uh, was it last week, John? I mean, yeah, it was last week. Together. Yeah. It's been a nice yeah. little Lord of the Rings thread we've yeah. had going yeah. on here. This is perfect um, timing. And I feel like most of our listeners, <laughs> most of our listeners were on the same page as me in terms of the movies being good. John, have you watched the movies? No, I haven't seen a single no. second. Are are you planning on it now no. that I've I've watched it and had a great time rewatching? No, definitely not. No, way too no. long. Many seconds of it as well. I yeah. mean, that's yeah. way too long. Like from from way back when, you could watch that one. That's true. That's yeah, shorter. that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, I just um, I don't really watch movies anyway. That's probably not going to be where I put my movie watching time. You know, uh, like Michael Owen ones. doesn't watch movies. That's one of my yes, favorite things. Yes, I love Michael Owen. Oh, uh, that. Movies. One of my post. favorite tweets ever about yeah. him, like watching the movie, like, oh, watch my ninth film ever on the airplane. Like, I hated it. Like, it. like, yeah, yeah. Didn't care for it. Who watches these things? Oh, I must have been really bored to be watching a movie. I, oh, yeah, I love it. I always liked Michael Owen as a as a soccer player anyway. And then all that stuff. Just so funny yeah. to me. Uh, oh yeah, he used a, he used a hashtag. I, I was trying to think, did he use a hashtag in this? And I I brought it up. Watched my eighth ever film on the flight home. Must have been bored. Hashtag hate films. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I mean, it's so good. Uh, yeah, no, so Lord of the Rings at the Michael Owen sort of. Why would I bother? Yeah, it's yeah, a lot of yeah. Life, isn't it? I mean, you kind of have to be really. You have to enjoy the the elves and the the hobbits it's a commitment for sure yeah i mean really i'm i'm the same as like you know i'm you were joking about it but for me it really is a classist thing i honestly just hate seeing all these unemployed guys have success doesn't make any sense to me (laughs) um it's just you know why why watch that when you can watch wolf of wall street is what i'm always saying um so yeah no i just it's just not gonna happen for me i don't think maybe one day but i doubt it maybe that'll be my like you know Beth, you take up skateboarding when you're 50, and I'll take up watching movies. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have nothing else to do. Be like, why not? Things. Sure. Yeah, uh, we have a great listener block this week too, Stefan. This is, um, pardon me, this is a good one because you, uh, we talked about, we've talked about Billionaire Magazine on the show before. Oh yeah, that's right. Do you right. want to give uh, listeners a little bit of a, and maybe Beth as well, if she's never heard of it, a little refresh on what Billionaire Magazine is? So I, I feel like Billionaire Magazine is most well known for their Twitter account where they tweet like billionaire mindset quotes, but on like pictures of like Rosa Parks and stuff like that. Uh, and it's it's very obscene and, and weird. Um, but they also have uh, a magazine, obviously, and the subscriptions, I think the cheapest one I want to say, John, is the cheapest one like five hundred dollars. It's something like that. I mean, we were we were going to get we were it. going to actually order a subscription, yeah, <laughs> and we never did. What is that um, for like but, a whole year, or that's a? Yeah, let uh, me just double check here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's Probably. a like yeah. So they do a bunch of their their whole thing is like they just oh I like the top headline right now is how rich do you need to be to make the top one percent? Just in case you're wondering, like if you if you're really mm-hmm. wanting to be in the one percent, you know how you how you can do that. Um, so let me see here. It almost looks like they don't even have 
uh it looks like you have to email them to get sent like subscription info like they won't even put it on the that's site great. oh mean, they I took it down wow. being a billionaire is not spend five hundred dollars on this kind of shite yeah. that is number one absolutely so i feel like you subscribe to this and you're not already a billionaire you've, you've fucked up you're already yeah. behind the eight ball yeah. yeah yeah so this listener block is from ben um and uh they sent this in and uh, say, I believe Billionaire Magazine was featured on the show before I was a listener. When hate reading their tweets, I found this really bizarre interaction. So Billionaire Magazine tweets, it's a picture of a uh, Lamborghini on a runway with a plane in the background. And then it just says, one can never consent to creep when one feels an impulse to soar. And that's apparently a quote from Helen Keller. So, okay. <laughs> so that's on the tweet with the picture of the Lambo and the Playing in the background. And then someone replied, someone named Pierre replied, motivate oneself with passion and the self-confidence to one's goal with the vision that motivates one's soul to soar with courage, like an eagle flying forward to a higher altitude, never giving up in striving for achieving endless flights with limitless possibilities for success. Fucking hell, I feel like I've had a stroke. Sure. Okay. <laughs> you, I did too when I was reading it. And so Ben replied, um... Uh, they say that the reply was complete nonsense. So I thought I could probably train a machine learning program on their tweets and it would make just as much sense. So naturally I built a Twitter bot for this. And after <laughs> announcing the bot on my Twitter, I went back to check on their account and was devastated to see that they had blocked me. Um, wow. So I picked up a block for trying nice. to bot the billionaire magazine <laughs> <laughs> tweets. Congratulations, Ben. Thanks for sending that in. If you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. Right now, uh, we have a big contest going on, a uh, the Block Party Stimulus Package. We're going to be giving away $2,000. We're giving away $1,000 to one person and $500 to two other people uh, if you donate to uh, WAVA, a local rape crisis center here in Vancouver. Uh, all those details are on our Twitter, so check that out. Uh, we can't wait to give away some money to, uh, to people who need it and to support a great cause. In the meantime, you can also check us out at patreon.com slash blocked party, where $5 a month gets you access to four bonus episodes Every month, this month, we just had my fiance Becca on uh, for a mailbag episode, which was very fun. And uh, we've got a couple other big things planned, a couple listener donation episodes uh, coming up uh, down the pipe. So check all that out at patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod. Beth, we always like to finish the show with a top three suggested by our guest. What do you have for us, please? All right. I struggle with this one. I thought of so many ideas and they were all really, really bad. So I have got one and I'm going to just say it out loud. Um, so the one I've gone for is top three. <laughs> I wish I hadn't done this one now. Anyway, right. <laughs> top three most, dis most disgusting smells that you have ever personally smelled. Like I don't want to just like a kind of broad, this is a good smell. I want like an anecdotal kind of gross smell and i don't know why i went with this but like my other ones were just kind of too vague or too specific. Oh i was like oh top three like asthmatic celebrities or like things that are brown. <laughs> it was so I was, I was really freaking out so i this is the one i've gone for i like it i mean wow top three yeah. bad smells okay. really disgusting just like kind of stick in your memory like that was a horrible day and oh that. my god that yeah i can cool. definitely think of a couple Holy. okay all right i've got at least two uh okay. beth do you want to go first with your number three Sure. So my my number three um, was I, I was probably about 10, 11 years old. I was at school. Um, I just started doing like food tech or like home economics. So I had to like take ingredients in to cook. Um, 
and I made some kind of chicken pasta and there was leftover raw chicken. I put it in my school locker. I went home for Christmas. I left it there for about two and a half, three weeks. And then I went back, opened the locker, realized what I'd done, closed it again for another two weeks. I was 10 years old. I had no, I was avoidant. I didn't know what to do. Then eventually I kind of was at home being like to my mom, like I've got to take bleach and stuff into school. Don't ask any questions and she was like what's going on and I was like just, just give me the give me the stuff um and so I had to go back I opened it up the maggots that had been there were flies oh. it was dreadful and I kind of I mean it was already in a bag and I but it was really it was horrible it was it really oh, like man. I was it was I was young and it was really I learned a big lesson which is just that's number three yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah. God. Oh, that's yeah. that's Fuck. rough yeah. Oh my God. Oh, uh, Jesus. Okay. Wow. Uh, my number three. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess. So growing up, uh, we had a house that was like sort of next to like a little like wooded area, like ravine kind of thing. And uh, we would get like, there were big rats that lived in that ravine. And um, we, we had a, a cat. We had a bunch of cats. We had one cat in particular who would like hunt rats and hunt mice and, and kill them and stuff. But occasionally uh, he would either let them out in the house or the, the mice or rats would get inside through the basement or through like a hole in the wall or whatever. And I remember one summer and it was a very hot summer, a rat kind of got into the ceiling of like the basement kind of in like the crawl space area. Uh, and it, I mean, it smelled so bad and it just, the, just the entire basement smelled like just a dead rat. And there was, I, I forget how we ended up dealing with it. Cause it was like in the, it had crawled into the crawl space, into the ceiling. And so it was like so hard to get to. And it, I mean, it just the entire summer, the basement just smelled like a dead rat and it was, it was brutal. It was so bad. Oh, this is a really good top three, by the way. I rate that. <laughs> I, I hate. I hate this top three. I mean, I think that's all, anyone who listens to the show knows this is not. This is not a thing I'm enjoying. Um, okay, number three. I used to work uh, at a grocery store um, in the produce department, and you know, a lot of people will say, you know, rotting meat, obviously bad smell. Um, you know, certain rotting vegetables, whatever. Anyone who's worked in a produce department knows the worst rotting vegetable is a potato. Oh, yeah. The smell Mm -hmm. of a rotten potato is incredible. Isn't it dangerous? It's like actually it can can, you can actually. Yes, it's toxic. So the thing is, like, if you live at home, you would never smell this because potatoes have to go so bad for it to be like smelling this bad. But of course, if you work in produce, you get. Uh, You know, you get a box full of potatoes. Who knows where they came from? Maybe they got exposed to some water in the shipping process. So I remember one in particular um, where the potato itself had actually rotted to the point where only the skin of the potato was (laughs) in the bottom of the of the box. And yeah, it was like growing spores on it and everything like that. And like, it's just it's one of those smells that like you can't describe Uh, Mm -hmm. but it was like, it was incredible. We literally like, couldn't, I couldn't even, I'd like left the box and it was like someone else dealt with it. I think it was crazy how bad it smells. I can't, like I said, tough to describe what the smell smells like, but it is horrible. It smells almost like, like chemically, right? Sort of like it's, it is like, uh, no, it, it smells like 
it smells like if dirt could rot. Oh, because like it came from the ground, right? So yeah. it's like it's that's kind of what it is. Like it's 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 Jesus. really like when people talk about the smell of World War One, you know, like they talk about like no man's land and how like people just died and they were just let. Like I, I assume it's not that bad of a smell, but like it's probably sort of close. Where you're like, it's kind of the same thing. It's like this thing grew underground, <laughs> now it's above ground and it's dead. <laughs> wow, so okay. that's my number three. <laughs> Beth, number two. All right. So num- number two is it's a seaside smell. Um, mm. It was, I remember I was also, I was probably under 10 and my my grandma took us out for the day. Like, I think just to give my parents a break. My parents had like four kids in like an exact four year period and in their 20s, which was so stupid. So I think we went out for the day. My, my grandma was like, we'll just take you to the beach. That's quite easy. And we, we kind of drive there and pull up and get out of the car go up this kind of grassy slope and then like you know arrive at the top and see and there's just this kind of like writhing foamy just you know there's something in the air and it's just revolting kind of fish I think some like kind of troop of fish or like school of jellyfish or whatever had washed ashore and like perished because it was just it was immediately incredibly violent and we just wordlessly like back down straight in the car <laughs> and left it was like i don't think anyone talked for the whole day. <laughs> it was so offensive it was yeah it was and i love the sea and but it was just i don't th- i don't trust the sea any longer <laughs> from the depth something came and it was bad wow so mm-hmm. my number two is very similar to that and uh we Growing up, uh, we take our, our dogs down for a walk near the Fraser River. Uh, and occasionally, yeah, um, you know, dead like salmon would, would wash up on, on the shore and rot in the sun. And as a human, that's like a bad thing. But as a dog, it's a very good thing. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I remember one time uh, one of our dogs, Rory, uh, saw the salmon before we saw the salmon and rolled and just, I mean, just destroyed made like just smeared this entire rotten salmon all over her body in her fur, under her fur. And she smelled for about a week. I think like it was just, it was so bad. Cause like, I think just like, even if, if, if the salmon had just recently died, it would have been pretty bad, but this was like rotting in the sun for a few days and it was just atrocious. And then, and then mix it in with like the wet dog smell as well. And, uh, I mean, it was like you, you would gag when you smelled it. It was so bad. Yeah. And I think my number one is like ocean or sea related as well. So, uh, John, (laughs) this is a this is a this is actually a really interesting top three, because I think that there's like there's like a certain amount of glee in telling your own story. And yeah, and and you hate the other two. I'm like, when you two are talking, I'm like, I hate this. Stop talking. You're you're trying to to gross everyone out. Yeah, yeah, but when it's my turn, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I'm ready for this. <laughs> you, yeah, you've had gorgeous, gorgeous evocative details for yours, but then you've just recoiled. Yeah, very <sighs> and kind yeah. of yeah, turned a little bit, a little bit. Grim. All right, this, I mean, this one, is, this one is fucking gross. I'll be honest with you, and I, it brings me no joy to share. Uh, Beth, how familiar are you with the sport of curling? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've watched it. I've never, I've never kind of, you know. Rub the 
For those of you who can't see Beth, which is everyone, she started mimicking sweeping in a very adorable. I've never done that, but no, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Okay, so where you curl is a is in a curling club, which usually has anywhere from two to ten sheets of ice, but a standard curling club is six. Usually, curling clubs have fairly low ceilings, and there's no windows because you have to control obviously the temperature of the ice shed. Uh, the reason I'm saying this is because one time I was playing in a tournament and curling is also known as a bit of a drinker's sport. You know, there's a lot of it's there's a big social aspect to the game. Uh, one of the people on another team farted and it smelled <laughs> so bad that we I'm not even joking, cleared out the club. I'm not even joking. You. I think he was like, I think he was like hung over or whatever. And so, yeah, it was like, it was one of those, it was so funny because so a curling sheet is about 200 feet long. So at the other end of the rink, there's a door to outside. So he's a skip. So he's standing in the, at the other end of the rink, holding the broom. And slowly, everyone at that end of the ice starts walking to the door to outside. And this is in Alberta. So the, it's like minus 15 outside. And people are walking outside. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? This is so weird. And it's like, what's happening? And then someone's like, oh, you know, so and so farted and it's disgusting. And it was so it had such range that it made it down to the other end. And we were oh like, fuck gosh, this. And so bro. we literally yeah. all walked out of the curling club for like two minutes until it dissipated. And that and is like insane. As well. So that feels like it had to have been like a real. It was. It was incredible. I've never smelled a fart like it in my entire life. And I mean, I'm a man. I've been around lots of farts, lots of disgusting shit. It was, I mean, you can't even imagine this. I mean, and farting during curling is like it happens, you know, so it's not, it's not abnormal for people to fart on the ice and for it to smell bad. So for like it to be so bad, it literally clean, like, so there's and to six like sheets take up playing. like that much like space yes. as well, just yeah. the volume of it. Right? So you got six like, sheets playing with eight people on each sheet so 48 people all <laughs> couldn't handle the smell well i guess 47 <laughs> so oh, yeah that's the that's number two and i can still like it actually is like i can remember the smell like it's like you know you'd figure like fart that's just like a general sort of smell i can actually remember the smell of nice. that one in particular that's so Incredible. good oh yeah, my fantastic. god beth number one uh okay so number, my number one it also happened in in my kind of childhood young adulthood i was on a i was on a school trip like a classics trip um to italy and we went i mean for some reason we went to we went to like a volcanic crater i mean that kind of makes sense um called solfatara which is kind of like a, i think it's like a sulfur deposit and like an active volcano site i didn't really understand why we were there um and it had this kind of sulfur egg smell which just like kind of immediately like filled your entire head. Like, and I am never sick. I'm never like, I, I get a bit gaggy, but I know I can handle, I can handle it. But like, this was unbelievable. Like I, I've never had a smell that seemed like it was like angry with me. It was just <laughs> disgusting. Like I, I got a nosebleed. It was just bad. I was like to the teacher, I was like, sir, I feel. Oh my God. This might be game over. It was awful. And like, pe- like we had to pay to go here and like people were there absolutely like loving it. Um, and like kind of, this was a day trip and oh, horrible. Like I dream of it. Like it was, it was awful. I, I like, do you think people like were enjoying the smell? Like, I don't know. I think it has a kind of. I think there's like a kind of hot spring mud area where where it is. Like you kind of get in, and then it's really good for you. So maybe it's a, a kind of really right. 
it just reminds me of we had that like stink flower here or whatever in vancouver remember yeah. that stefan when there was like a like a conservatory near the here one in that queen elizabeth this, park like, right yeah it's like this flower that essentially like it only blooms like once a year for like a day or something but then when it blooms it like smells horrible but people <laughs> like it they're like oh this is so interesting i'm gonna go check out the stink flower it's like fuck off oh, yeah. i thought you were gonna yeah. say the trees that smell like cum oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, those, those exist are, too, but those are interesting. Like, I mean, cum is not that yeah. offensive of a smell. No, like no, that, that, but it's just a very, it's a weird smell, I think, for, for trees yeah. to have. Sure, um, sure. Um, yeah, the sulfur, I mean, I've been to like hot springs where you get kind of the mild sulfur smell and it's it's pretty bad, but cool. I can't imagine it like cranked up times was, a thousand. It was, it was cross with me, that smell. Oof. <laughs> uh, so Oof. my number one uh, also, uh, once again, involves uh, family dogs and uh, bodies of water. And this is up at Hornby Island. And there's a lot of seals and sea lions up there. And um, they will kind of bask on the rocks and, and, and come into the, onto the coast. And they will crap on the rocks. And I, I put to the two of you that there is no worse animal shit smell than seal shit. I don't know what is going on in their body or what they're well, eating. Well, they only eat fish, right? So I guess that's maybe That's got to be, yeah. And I mean, it is atrocious. And of course, uh, our dogs rolled in it. And, and then it was just this, the same, you know, the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> and I think they had shit in like, this, in like seaweed as well. So you also get kind of that mixed in like ocean seaweed smell with like, not joking, just by far the, the worst animal shit smell Really? imaginable like i mean dog shit and cat shit you know mm-hmm. it's not great it's not oh, good I, I, yeah i would say it's not good but there <laughs> there is something going on maybe the seal was sick it could just it could have just been like an ill sea lion or something yeah. but <laughs> i mean it was atrocious <laughs> like so it, <laughs> i mean i i i'm just thinking back to it now and i feel like i'm i'm having like war flashbacks like it, it's really really rough yeah, stuff this is like the not, smells are the one they are really really <sighs> Yeah. Like they will take you back yeah. there. They'll take you screaming back. So I thought that's yeah. why I thought it was good. This is a really, really good. And the nice really thing about good. this top three as well is that it's a top three where our listeners aren't going to be like, because it's all like personal anecdotes. So our listeners aren't going to be like, well, what about this one? What about this one? Although I think yeah. maybe my parents will be like, well, what about this? What about yeah, that? Yeah, we're going to get some show and tell though, for <laughs> sure. Our listeners will be on the Discord telling us about their worst smells. That'll dominate the Discord for the There's going to be some which really, really bad super ones. I'm excited about. I'll wait to find out what Discord is. oh we'll tell you all about it um my uh number one is actually also vegetable related but at a different job so i I used to work for uh after i worked at the grocery store i worked for a freight forwarder which basically our job was to take um sea containers so you know your metal your hot metal sea containers uh we would pick those up from the port And the sea containers can't travel on land very far. So essentially what you do is you take everything off of the sea container, put it onto a semi truck uh, that's better for transportation. And then that would go across Canada. So literally my job was just flipping boxes from like one truck to another all day. It was very boring, but it was fine. And uh, most of the stuff we would do was like just in boxes. It was usually like clothes. Uh, we did TVs occasionally. We did like cho- a lot of tchotchkes, a lot of like just stuff you'd find in like tourist trap places, whatever. So for whatever reason, I don't know if there was like a mix up or what had happened, but we got this uh, container 
sea container coming from China. So that is a like, you know, 20 something day trip across the Pacific Ocean in a in the middle of summer. Uh, we got a shipping container full of produce. Oh, no. And the like to this day, like the, the I remember the guy, the foreman being like, I don't know why this got sent to us. I don't know if there was like a mix up. I don't know why anyone would put vegetables <laughs> on a sea container. Um, but it Just was <laughs> it was an entire. Um, so normally I think the length of them is 36 feet and this was a half. So 18 feet, which is actually worse, I think, because it's a smaller space. But it was an 18 foot sea container full of rotten vegetables and fruit like everything was rotten everything there wasn't a single thing that was good there was a ton of onions garlic (laughs) i remember like it was like i literally said and i was like the i was one of the younger guys that worked there and they're like we don't even know what we're supposed to do so they they finally kind of figured out like yeah we're just gonna take this off of the container and throw it in the garbage and I literally said, I was like, I'm not doing it. And they're like, well, you have to. I'm like, you can fire me. I'm like, I'm not going in there and doing it. I'm sorry. It's not happening. Uh, so, yeah, I think it ended up being the foreman did it himself because no one would touch it. And it was so fucking gross. I mean, I can't even describe to you how bad it was. It was nuts. The only thing I think that could be worse is if it was like meat or like dead humans yeah. or something. That's the only thing I could imagine worse. <laughs> Onions, uh, dead like, humans. It is a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was just so chaser. bad. So yeah, that's my number one. Great top three, Beth. I mean, wow. wow. Wonderful. You Truly wild. Uh, people will love it and also hate it probably just like mm-hmm. we did. Uh, before we go, Beth, is there anything that you'd like to plug? I don't think so. I mean, I do, I do a Patreon as well. You know, you can follow me there. You can follow me on, on Twitter. Just, you know, behave yourselves. Um, I also obviously did the book, which you mentioned earlier, but I'm just here to have a nice time. I've just had a lovely time. Oh, great. Well, we had a lovely time yeah, having you on the you. show, too. Thank you. Yeah. So people can follow you on Twitter. It's at I'm Teddy Bless, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's same on Instagram too, I believe. Same one. It's the same everywhere. Someone was like, "You've got to have it the same everywhere." I was like, "Oh, fine." Um, there you go. Uh, I'm Teddy Patreon, Bless. I, uh, you know, I, it's it yeah, is patreon.com check out beth's writing check out her book uh and yeah thanks for tuning into the show again you can donate to us at patreon.com slash blocked party uh you can get in on the stimulus package contest by donating to wave off sending us a screenshot of that all the details for that are on our twitter and on our instagram uh which coincidentally are both the same as well at blocked party pod uh you can always rate and review the show on itunes that helps us a lot subscribe and also if you like the show just tell a friend and we'll see you back here next week goodbye Bye. Bye. Bye.